Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith, and we're going to be sharing the best exercises for falls prevention. Very important. Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right, great. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy you're here today. Uh, We got a great topic. We're going to be talking about falls prevention on this episode, Mm -hmm. uh, sharing our best exercises to help with that. So very important. Uh, But before we jump into that, we just want to send out a friendly reminder to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com and check out all of our latest and greatest content there. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for that newsletter and uh, get all of our our latest news, workouts, podcasts, you name it, uh, delivered to your email inbox once a week. Um, so with that being said, we, we, we're talking about falls prevention uh, this week on this episode. And there's a lot to unpack with that. I mean, falls prevention is very, very important. Yes, it and, is. <laughs> uh, so, Meredith, what kind of uh, you know brought this topic up and and made you feel like we should uh, talk about talk about it? Um, well, it's always at the front of mind when it comes to exercises that I put into any workout is what's going to prevent falls. And I think I just was going through a particular workout that I was putting together, and I went. We should do it, and we probably have done different podcasts. Maybe we haven't labeled it this or talked about different ways around uh, falls prevention. But um, I said we should just kind of go over a few things we should do and a few exercises we should do um, to prevent falls. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's something that even if we've done the same exact podcast, I think it's one that we should do bi-yearly at least, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. if not more, because it is so important. And I guess that's probably what it was. It just was doing doing a workout, um, coming up with ideas, and I went, okay, we need to, uh, we need to talk about this again and uh, mm-hmm. bring up some movements we should do and things we should do. Yeah. <laughs> we have talked about falls prevention uh, before in the past, uh, but like you said, it's great to continue <laughs> to revisit the the topic because it's ever changing. Right. And there's always new uh, information coming out every year about yeah, how to true. do fall prevention. You know what are better methods. Just it's just something that's always out there. True. Um, and there is an actual falls prevention month, isn't there? There or? is. Uh, I think it's September. September. <laughs> yeah. I know we try and do certain things during the month. Uh, we bring it up a little bit more, but um, we have articles that we kind of put out during that month, that type of thing, um, where it is. I mean, there's an actual week where every day is kind of devoted to something, but um, other institutions have labeled the whole month for uh, falls prevention awareness, basically. Right. So, yeah. Right. We think it should be every month. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to bring it up as often as we can, which we normally do when we're doing the workouts, if you do the workouts along with us. But um, yeah, we have great podcasts that will talk about different things you can do um, to prevent falls, mm-hmm. but not even in just the exercise format in it, many other ways. So mm-hmm. lots of ways around the topic. Yeah. And, and as always, we'd like to kind of dig into your expertise and your experience that you've uh, worked with clients over the years. Um, how prevalent is falling or falls prevention awareness to a lot mm-hmm. of the people you've worked with? It's, uh, it, like I said, almost in the beginning, it's front of mind. It's at the top of what they think about. Um, 
being aware that it could happen if you don't stay um, mobile, you don't stay healthy and strong. Um, if you do have an assistive uh, device that you have to use, if you don't use it, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and just uh, many, many other things. Just being aware, knowing that you're a little bit slower as you get older, your reaction time slows down. Um, maybe your gait is different. You're not you're shuffling more than you're picking your feet up. Um, even if you are still trying to work out and staying very active, um, these things sometimes occur, uh, whether it's from age, um, you might have Parkinson's or some other unfortunate uh, disease that is keeping you from doing the things that you want to be able to do the way you want to do them, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So most seniors that I've worked with, they all, number one, would be worrying about falls. Because again, not only is it uh, top of mind, because you know as you get older, for some reason it just happens to be, um, you're just more prone to it, but watching people who do fall and after they fall, they're just not the same. Um, many people go downhill really fast after they fall, even though they were very active prior, that type of thing. So lots can happen when you have a fall, um, not just from breaking bones, but concussions and strokes and things like that. So um, just being very aware that it should be um, in the front of your mind. Mm-hmm. And staying strong and working on your balance and... Um, Many other things we'll discuss. Uh, remembering all of those things, of course, will be ven- beneficial at any age, but especially as we age to mm-hmm. to remember. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, as far as falls go, they can be different, you know, from the very serious to the very maybe not so serious. I mean, right. you know, as far as getting hurt and getting injured. Right, yeah. Not every fall will have a, a, a bad injury, but... Um, so once you fall, it kind of makes you aware that why why did I fall <laughs> and what do I need to do to prevent it? Because especially if it wasn't bad, seeing little scrapes and bumps and bruises from some falls, falling over maybe um, an area rug that's in a living room and bumping the coffee table, but not falling hard or hitting a head or breaking a bone, mm-hmm. but still going, okay, what should we do? And of course it should be getting rid of the area rug. And that's probably one of the hardest things to do, right? (laughs) The many uh, battles had at different homes, um, trying to get rid of area rugs and different pieces of furniture and houses. uh, But it was for the better uh, to prevent falls. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, they can range from small to, of course, very, very um, debilitating if you do fall. So mm-hmm. um, preventing all of them is what we try and do, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, let's talk about, you kind of touched on it, the, the you know, the mental aspect that you kind of, in that comes to, comes to light when you do fall, mm-hmm. you kind right. of, you do like lose that confidence maybe and yes. it affects you mentally and emotionally. Yeah, it's slightly humbling because at any age too, um, I think you, when you have a fall, you go, okay, what, what, ha- why? <laughs> kind of takes you a minute to figure out what just happened. And especially if it's a fall as we get older. And a lot of times I've worked with many people who know they're not as strong as they used to be. Um, they're not 
able to lift their foot up the same way they used to to put it up on top of a curb to、mm-hmm. step up onto that curb.、Um, those little things. Um, so in the back of their mind, they know, but we still try. We still want and wish that we were like we were before. That's、um, a normal thing.、Mm-hmm. But、um, I think a lot of seniors, yeah, when they get into,、um, if they've had a fall, and they kind of get into that mode of thinking about why did that happen, and again, humbling. But it brings a little bit of practicality to them as well. And now, what do I need to do?、Mm-hmm. Um, again, if there's an injury, a lot of times they have to go to physical therapy, things like that, and they'll learn a lot there usually, which is great.、Um, but again, it can be even worse than that, and then it will lead to other things that,、like、if we could have prevented it in the first place,、um, that would have been the best. Best thing to do, basically. Right, right. right.、Um, what kind of falls have you seen in your experience?、Mm-hmm. What are some of the most common types of falls that you've seen?、Mm-hmm. Uh, shuffling and then falling because they don't lift their feet up、um, as high as they need to, so their feet kind of shuffle along the floor.、Mm-hmm. Uh, the area rugs is a really, really big one, or rugs in general. If you have a really shaggy rug, you decided to keep a shaggy type carpeting, and you have a walker or a cane,、um, it does not go across that、uh, type of flooring very easily. So、um, I've seen you know walkers get stuck and then toppling over the walker.、Mm-hmm. Um, Playing sports,、uh, playing ping pong and pickleball,、um, many injuries occurring there. Unfortunately,、um, just from that side to side lateral movement, a lot of times, and your feet kind of get tangled in one another because again, reaction time slows down.、Um, that proprioception of knowing where our feet are, you know, relative to our body, isn't the same.、Mm-hmm. Um, so falls will occur there. I've seen. Different head injuries and、uh, wrist breaks, things、mm, like that, right,、um, right. from those types of falls.、Um, falls in exercise,、uh, trying to do too much, thinking that、uh, you should be standing when you know that you should stay seated to do a workout, but deciding to stand and then、um, again not understanding where the feet are、uh, relative to the rest of the body and. Um, you don't have the strength and the stamina and、uh, and and balance, so falls will occur that way. So I think I think I've seen them every way: going upstairs, going up curbs, getting into the bus, getting out of a car.、Um, many many ways, <laughs> just、mm-hmm. walking down the hallway.、Um, so again, they can happen any 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 time, right? Um, and a lot of times with falls, I'm kind of only bringing up ones where I know the people walking. But I've seen people try and scoot out of a、um, a, a bench. Uh, what's the name of the thing? At a restaurant, and、uh, they scooched to the very end, but couldn't maneuver their body to twist around because that's a lot of core strength, hip mobility,、um, and fell out of the the off the bench that way. Um, so falls can happen seated as well. So just a reminder of that too.、Um, getting off of a toilet if you don't have the strength, you could fall forward and hit、mm-hmm. your head.、Um, many things. 
Yeah, and that's that's a wide variety of <laughs> yes. falls, unfortunately. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, it can happen mm. even when you're s- sitting down. Right. Exactly. Um, you can't really take it for granted that you're safe if you're sitting in a chair. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. Or trying to stand up from a chair and you fall down. Yeah. It's, yeah. That kind of reminds me of one of the live mm. sessions you did with one of the. Uh, you did a Zoom session, mm. and oh, one of yes. the one of the. Um, Yes. Men was the participants. Was participants. He was doing your exercises, right. following you. Yes, but he was tipping his chair. Yes, way back. Yeah, and it was it was, it was very scary. It was an accident waiting to happen. Yeah, and thank goodness he didn't fall. Um, that's a tough one too because via Zoom, yeah, you're not there. You can't control and put hands on the person and tell them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know if Nerve I don't racking. think he was, he realized he was doing it. I don't think he cha- did tipping either. Tipping a chair way back and, and following you. Uh, but yeah, that was, I, that was a, thank God he didn't fall. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, so that's great. We talked about, uh, you know, different kinds of falls and whatnot, a lot of intro information, but we're mm-hmm. here to find out what are the best exercises right, of to course. help with falls prevention. <laughs> So why don't we go ahead and jump into those. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um, <laughs> what what comes to mind as you know some of your top best exercises? Starting with uh, the first one. Yeah, so I'm going to start with the sit to stand. Um, if that is available, I just think it's such a great exercise that a lot of times we we fear doing certain movements as we age because our knees hurt or we don't feel like we're strong enough. Those types of things. Um, but sit to stand is is really great because it um, helps with your core strengthening, which is so key when it comes to your balance. Um, lower body strengthening, so quadriceps get strengthened, gluteals. It works on hip and ankle mobility. So everything's uh, getting worked. That is really really key when it comes to your balance. So sitting. Um, and then pressing up to a standing position mm-hmm. and then sitting back down and doing that again if possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, always saying to people, if you do have a walker or cane, it's best to use the arms of a chair if you do need to press up on something. Um, trying to rely on your lower body more so just so you can focus on strengthening lower body, but never pull on your uh walker or your cane. I just want to kind of make that point because I see that many, many times. And that used to be one of my, my big no-nos that I would have to to uh, 
tell people not to do every time I saw it, but um, is it'll just pull you down and you'll go backwards. So mm-hmm. uh, the walkers aren't for that. They're for stability once you're standing. So mm-hmm. using arms of a chair to stand up and then uh, you can transition to walker or cane. But again, I'm trying to bring that up just so people know you can still work on sit to stand if you have an assisted device. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just if you're um, mobile without anything being used. So mm-hmm. sit to stand. So sit to stand. <laughs> and, and there's lots of examples of what this is. Uh, if you visit our website and you go to our uh, exercises, workouts, yes. video page, mm-hmm. um, a lot of seated exercises there. And you do, when you do transition to standing, you do a lot of, <laughs> you know, we're not just going to stand up. We're going to transition right. into standing yes, up. Yes, that's my big thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so what kind of, uh, what areas of the body are we building to, when we do that to yeah. help with So a lot stability? of times I do it, I think, mainly because I have seen that someone who goes to get up out of a chair and they use momentum and then you get a lot of momentum going and then what happens? Now you've created a fall because now your momentum is pushing you forward and you don't have the strength and the core strength to keep you balanced. So um, transitioning to stand, you kind of press into your feet. You want to feel your quadriceps, your core, and your gluteals engage. Those are the main ones. You want to figure out where your feet are. Um, Even with neuropathy, you want to try and visualize a feeling ball of the foot to the heel, so you have equal pressure on both feet. Um, You're slightly tipping the body forward, so nose goes over toes, I'll Mm -hmm. say. Um, pressing firmly into the ground, tightening through the core, uh, feeling the quadriceps, those big leg muscles, um, tighten up because they want to press you up. And then your gluteals will help press you up as well. So, mm-hmm. um, and then, then you're standing. You're not using momentum. You're using strength of your own body to stand up, um, not swinging of the body. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but presses and then we do hip lifts. Um, and those are nice just because you can really feel those quadriceps and core engage. And then that's a second step. If you can't stand all the way up or you're just not comfortable doing so. Um, and then the, the final transition is getting all the way up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what else? What other exercises do we got on, so the, on the list? If you're able to stand, uh, lateral side to side steps, I think are really, really important to continue to do. Um, We do a lot of side-to-side movements more so than we think. So if you're going around a coffee table to sit down on your couch, um, if you are in your kitchen, you kind of go sideways to take a dish from here and put it in the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. Um, You're in a movie theater, on and on, playing sports. Like I said, a lot of lateral side-to-side movements. Um, So continuing to do that, just doing those side steps. Staying nice and upright, stepping to the right, right foot goes right, left foot goes to meet it, and then the other way. Left foot steps to the left, right foot comes to meet it. So Mm -hmm. um, focusing on that again, a lot of lower body, those proprioceptors in your brain are going, okay, where are my feet now? Because we're not used to going side to side, we're used to going front and sometimes back. So um Being mindful, if you are going to practice these, to have something to hold on to, whether it's that sturdy chair um, that light pressure's on or a countertop or wall. So always doing these safely um, is key. Uh, But yes, I decide lateral movement so we continue to to work sideways. Mm -hmm. Very important. Yeah, and and again, lots of examples on our uh, video workouts. And and you do that move a lot. 
I mean, you I do, do show that move a lot. Yes, because it's great for hip and glute strengthening, but it's great for your ankle mobility. And having mobile, pliable um, ankles is really important when it comes to balance because we need our foot to still move around. We don't want that foot shuffling, right? So going side to side helps work those muscles in a different way than front to back, um, mm-hmm. especially, like I said, forward. We sometimes go backward. Um, so, yeah, strengthening of the entire lower body, but really getting into those ankles. And again, quadriceps are still working, hips, gluteals, core's always pulled in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So side to side lateral movements. Side to side lateral movements. We use them every day. Um, yes. What, what else do we have on deck? <laughs> Um, next we'll do the one legged stand, I think is a nice one to do. Mm. Again, if you're able to stand, having something to hold on to. Um, so one foot down, just like it sounds, right? And lifting the other one up and trying to hold it for however many seconds you're able to. Um, really great, again, for core strengthening, but back to that ankle and hip mobility. Um, really good with ankle strengthening when you force just one side of your body to do all of the work and really great for core as well because now it's really needing to pull in to keep you balanced on that one side. We don't have that sturdy base anymore once we go to one leg. So one-legged stand, doing both sides if able, um, focusing again on feeling ball of the foot to the heel. So we have that equal pressure. We're standing nice and tall, core's pulled in, slight bend in the knee joint, um, feeling movement through the ankle. It doesn't have to be stiff and rigid. I like to say like a tree. We see movement in a tree, but it's still strong. You know, it's not going anywhere. It's rooted. Your foot is rooted to the ground. The upper body can move slightly as long as you pull back into your core. And that's what's going to keep you sturdy. That's kind of like the trunk, right, of the tree. So, mm-hmm. um, so yes, doing one side and the other, starting with five seconds if you're able to do that, and then build up from there. Um, you'll, you'll see that if you are able to do them, again, holding on to something with light pressure or having it close by so you feel um, safe and secure is best. But um, you'll be able to build up quickly. Mm-hmm. If you continue to do them. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- it can be, you know, if you're not too sure about your balance, kind of standing on one foot is, a, you know, yes. maybe not so comfortable for everybody. No, no. I mean, there, and there's always levels too. I mean, these are trying to start with basics if you are able to stand. I mean, I've worked with people who standing on one foot became quite easy and then it became making sure you're not holding on to anything or putting your arms out or bringing your arms closer or closing your eyes. Mm -hmm. And there's always another level, right, (laughs) to everything. So, yes. Yeah. Um, Great. These are great exercises. Yes. Uh, So far, uh, what else do we have? Um, I'll give, I have a few more, but um, Mm -hmm. next one is knee raises. So just alternate almost like a march, but really going nice and slow. So, This can be done seated as well as standing, um, but it's going to focus on that lower body, the quadriceps strengthening, and the hip flexor. So great for balance, of course, but um, great for that mobility of bringing that foot up off the ground nice and high. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people shy away from squats in general because of bad knees and things like that. So knee raises, it's a great alternative to a squat or a lunge, something like that. That's a good way to strengthen the lower body and the core. Mm -hmm. 
So alternating knee raises, again, you can do them seated. So just making sure you're sitting up nice and tall, core pulled in, and then focusing on the quadricep and the hip flexors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Quick side note, Mm -hmm. on the seated exercises, do you recommend a seat that has arms on it or Mm -hmm. not? I prefer without because it will force you to use your core more to stay um, stay in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically, if you have the arms, um, you don't. You're not as uh, you can't move as easily, so you're not as mobile. Your arms can't go to the side or mm-hmm. anything like that, and you can lean on them. So mm-hmm. um, they can kind of hold you up rather than you using your core to hold yourself up. Mm-hmm. So especially when you're doing, of course, these exercises, it's great to have a chair without arms so you can have that that movement um, with your arms next to you or depending on what exercises you're doing. Yeah, it just gives you more space to right. move, basically. Gotcha. So I prefer... Um, Without arms, but if an armchair is the only thing you have and it's sturdy and it's going to keep you safe, it doesn't move a lot, it's not too cushiony, that type of thing, then then it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Don't go out and buy a chair. Right. If you don't have one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, great. We're 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 getting there. What what yeah. else do we have? Next, I'll just kind of kind of put some together. So group the core exercises that you can do. Um, and those can be done so many different ways. So think about your abdominal crunches, whether you're doing them seated, you're sitting back and then sitting up nice and tall, um, twisting, so working the sides of the waist, the oblique. Maybe you're able to get down on the ground and do traditional crunches um, or or bicycles, those types of things. Um, but workouts, there are exercises that we can do to really focus on strengthening the core are Mm -hmm. very important because those are so essential with balance. Um, So keeping those abdominals, lower back, nice and strong. Very Mm -hmm. important. Mm -hmm. Uh, As far as like the core goes, do you, do you, how often do you recommend doing that? Yeah. Core work is something that I would say you could do daily. Um, There are a few things that I would ever say to do daily, but those muscles, they're not the same as the rest of the muscles for whatever reason. So it's not like you need um, those days of rest in between. Core or abdominals. When I say core, it's abdominals, sides of the waist, those obliques, and your lower back. So mm-hmm. those are all that core region that are so vital when it comes to your balance. Um, so those, yes, every day if you're able to, not as strenuous every single day, but if you did a five-minute one day, maybe a seven-minute another um, even once you're doing your, your core work, though, even think about the stretching of the abdominals and things like that. I think we forget about that. But um, lengthening them out is a really nice feeling. But, um, but yeah, daily is, is, is fine if mm-hmm. you're able to. Or keep it to every other day. That's just as good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we got time for one more exercise. Ooh, one more exercise. Which one should I do? Um, I would bring in, because we're talking about balance, um, and I keep talking about ankle mobility, bringing in doing ankle rolls, ankle pumps, um, heel raises, standing. So focusing on your ankle strengthening and mobility. Mm -hmm. Um, Very important. Again, we're talking about our balance and the best exercises we can do. So even if you're seated, just picking that foot up, circling the foot around from the ankle joint, both directions... Um, pumping the foot almost like you're pumping a brake. So heels down, just pump that uh, ball of the foot. 
keep pumping it a few times is really great. And then heel raises again can be done seated or standing, going high onto the balls of the feet, then allowing the heels to come back down. So strengthening through the ankles, getting that movement, and then even strengthening your calves. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's interesting because we don't really think about our feet when it comes to falling. Fall I know. Um, we don't. You know, having mobility and strength in our feet, ankles, right. calves. Right, exactly. And it's, it's, we're all, we work all together, you know, but if you see someone and they're very stiff through their ankles and they shuffle their feet and don't pick them up, it's just more likelihood that a fall will occur. Um, and those stiff ankles have a lot to do with it, unfortunately. So trying to keep them uh, mobile and, uh, and, and, Working the way we want them to is is best. It's mm-hmm. key. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Great, great uh, uh, exercises in this episode. Uh, what are your final thoughts on uh, mm-hmm. falls prevention? Well, falls prevention at any age is key. So just make sure you're focusing on falls prevention now prior to a fall occurring. Um, and, and working on entire body strengthening. So lower body, upper body, a core, all of it should be strengthened. But the key things like we talked about, really focusing on um, the quadriceps, the hip mobility, ankle mobility, core strengthening, um, and knowing that uh, the more mobile we can stay, the more uh, strong we can be, it will help us when it comes to our falls prevention. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. well, we hope that the uh, advice and the exercises in this episode helped you or someone you know who is still working on their balance or may have fallen recently right. and wants to get stronger. So important. Yes. Um, you know, as, a, as usual, visit our website and go to our workouts tab to find out great examples of everything we've discussed here. Meredith goes through a lot of these movements in a lot of our exercises, seated, standing, you name it. Um, you can check those out. And while you're there, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter, which we send out once a week. And uh, until next time, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurpose on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.